kitty monster. <laughs> Wait, that's my that from? Where's that? I feel like that's what from that? something. I don't know. Is oh, it, I might be stealing it. I'm not a. I'm like meow, kitty no, monster. Love it, love it. I am the kitty meow. Okay, there we are. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on. I like it. It is better. Kind of like, coming up from here. Hi, friends. Welcome to Red Dead Radio, the Red Dead Redemption podcast. I'm your host, Jared Petty. And as always, we're going straight to the wild, wild guest. We're going straight to the wild, wild guest. We're going straight to the wild, wild guest. Yeah! Who are you? I'm Yami. You're Yami? Yeah, from Twinfinite. Yami from Twinfinite Greetings. Yami, founder and publisher of yes, Twinfinite. Yes, you may all bow. I've never been the founder and publisher of anything. Of this. Awesome. Well, yeah, but I don't actually have that on my card. Do you think, I should I put it on there? Can you I put just, yeah, founder just, on there? Yeah, absolutely. You founded it. Yeah, I did, I did, absolutely. Like, wow. Can I be the founder of Red Dead Radio? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, do I get my face on like a Mount Rushmore somewhere? Get, yeah, no, obviously. Like a Shadow Moses one? Like a Red Dead, Red, or not Red Dead, like a Metal Gear Solid 4? Like, <laughs> like, I just have like, the, yeah, just like, <laughs> like, yeah. Doing that. What's your Mount Rushmore face? It'd probably be like. <laughs> 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 I like that one a lot. So yeah, Yummy, you uh, you run Twinfinite, which uh, for yes. friends from the kind of funny community know, I, I am in the pocket of Big Twinfinite. We've talked about this yes. before on the I mean, show. I didn't know that anyone else was aware. I'm sorry you had to find out this way. Well, we're constantly stealing your news to make uh, to make product. So I mean, it's very important for you all to exist. Please continue so that we can keep having a show. But yeah, um, so you, uh, Twinfinite, for those who aren't familiar with it, tell them what you do. We write about video games and we write re- reviews and news and features and a bunch of stuff and I do video. Yeah, you guys kind of have that we talked about this earlier kind of the old like G- EGM vibe. Yeah. Like you seem kind of like you remind me of one up sometimes honestly oh, in that, please. that oh. royalty one uh, up. You like that one up? Oh, one up one-up was up one of my faves. No kidding. One up. Oh, do you know Do you know Seth Macy from the old one up community? No. Oh, okay, he's he's at IGN now. He's his first year at E3 here. So I was going to be like, nice. "Oh, our friend. Shout out to Seth Macy. Everybody who loves Seth, say hi to him." Yeah, Seth's good people. Oh man, what up? We're gonna do that. But instead, tonight we probably gotta go straight into our first section, shootout, Red Dead Redemption news, and it's an E3, so there's gonna be all kinds of Red Dead Redemption news. The final press conference is over, and we have no Nothing. Red Dead Redemption news from E3. <laughs> it's, it's just uh, it's like Russian roulette, but there's no bullet. Yeah, there's like spin the gun. It's like oh, there's there. nothing. Yeah. Uh, so we had our last episode was our. Epic Red Dead Redemption news blowout. Oh yeah, uh, John Ryan was here, and John has seen Red Dead, um, so Red Dead too. So I'm not as exciting as that guy. <laughs> well, he's great. Um, so he came in and talked about it. We've had a couple of really long episodes around that, but yeah, this week is a quiet week. And we're going to have these sometimes. So we're going to make up for that with you by talking about we're both here for E3. Yay! And the final press conference just finished, and so we're going to do that E3 pipe thing a little bit and reflect yeah. on some of our personal observations from the week yeah so yummy let's just go back and forth a little first thing you want to talk about from this week something that just struck you either is wonderful or shocking or what, what pops out for you okay here's the thing for me 100 percent. full disclosure also i like miss like every single conference so i've been hearing things yeah yeah you're <laughs> just living e3 is rumors right yeah, i've been running around all over the place not here not seeing anything well you're busy seeing video games yes, right I, I mean yes, that's yes. the thing you're at appointments but it's funny that the most exciting thing was something that i heard about Really? What was that? At the Ubisoft conference. Oh, what'd you hear about? Assassin's Creed has romantic options now. (gasps) Indeed it does. Holy cow. I needed to bring that up. (laughs) Yeah, that was, people were just like, I'm going to date the shit out of a Spartan, y'all. All All right. So first, are you going to play as as 
a guy, guy, guy Spartan or girl Spartan, you think? Girl Spartan. Girl Spartan. Yeah. So you're going to be girl Spartan. Yeah. All right. And so you're going to go out and you want to flirt and date. I'm going to flirt and kill. Yeah. Right. You're going to fall in love. And I'm going to kill and then I'm going to flirt. You're going to kill and flirt. Now, are you going to kill a date? Like, are you, when you play games with romantic options. Yeah. Are you dedicated? Oh, hundred percent. Oh, I'm like, I do not like. I played The Witcher wrong. Like, I'm, I'm sure. Was it Geralt or Gerald? I always uh, said Geralt, the, Geralt. I said the name wrong on purpose, so I'm gonna continue doing that. Gerald. He, uh, I'm sure he, he was meant to. I sleep. do that. I always say Ubisoft instead of Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yeah. yeah so. I, I, for a long time, I was like Ubisoft. Yeah. Uh, so Gerald, uh, he's, I'm sure, meant to sleep around. He's like a Witcher. He's lived for like five thousand years. What else? But I was like, no, I'm faithful. I'm faithful to Jennifer. Right, 100%. Jennifer is a good girl. She's a bad girl. Jennifer's pretty great. I, I, although, I, don't, I, I, liked, I like Tris. I like Tris. A lot of people did. And I'm like, she's a snake. Oh, really? You think she's, she's a, a snake? snake? She went with her friend's man when he lost his, his memory conveniently. She's like, oh, he lost his memory now? Boom, I'm going to come in. She's a like really bad friend. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I came in, I liked Tris, I thought she was good to me, I was good to her, I was just like, I'm going to be faithful to you, Tris. That's, oh, that's where I went. Wrong Tris answer. Marigold. No? All right, you know what? That's fair. Yeah, I, I love Witcher. Where did you start with the series? Witcher 2. Okay, so yeah. Witcher 2, as much, Witcher 3 is a bona fide masterpiece. Such a fantastic, yeah, it's a masterpiece. But yeah. Witcher 2 does some really interesting stuff. I loved it. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, the only reason why I stopped playing, though, was I was younger uh, when it came out, and... Um, I got stuck like completely. I okay. didn't know what to do, and I got really frustrated. But I loved it at the time. Like I really liked the idea of pulling out one sword for one type of enemy, pulling out another one for another one. Like I thought that was cool. It's, so you like, never it's played so it. minute, but yeah, it, no, it's great. Like having that because Geralt is not like a warrior. Like ultimately, yeah. he like fights monsters. He's a hunter. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't so even cool. like fighting people if he can yeah. avoid it. It's not yeah. like what he likes in life. It's not what he lives for. So you never finished it then? No, I never finished it. Oh, but then okay. I jumped into three regardless. Should have jumped to that oneup.com super guide for Witcher 2, I written should've. by yours truly. That's right, back in the day. All right, that was one of my first jobs. Are you uh, serious? <laughs> that's great, It man. was fun, yeah. And that's how I learned that if you play Witcher 2 all the way through, yeah. it's not an open world game like Witcher 3, but if you play it all the way through and then you go back and start over, yeah. you know how games will have choices and they'll be like, yeah, that'll make the game a little different. Like yeah. Witcher 2. There's a point in the game where you make a choice, and like 40% of the game, Changes? you don't see. Oh, really? Like, it can. So there's this war that happens like a third yeah, of the yeah, way yeah. through the game. Yeah, yeah, that's where I, I was at. I okay. Think. So <laughs> you fight in that war, you choose who to go with, and that leads you to a sign. Like, yes. You end up in that war on the opposite side <gasps> if you play it again. Really? And you, all the people that were your enemies, some people you like literally kill are your allies, and your enemies are the people you were allies with in your first playthrough. That's so interesting. And you see everything through the eyes of the other side of the battle. That's neat. And your missions are all different. It's, it's, and then it still converges at the end, but in a way that makes sense. That's super neat. It's That, and I love to talk about this, and I will babble about it forever, but the end of Witcher 2, spoiling the end of Witcher 2. If you haven't played it, you remember the guy you're chasing at the beginning, yeah, the yeah. assassin, right? All right, so you're chasing this guy the whole game. You're still mm -hmm. after him. You're after. By the time you catch up with him, so much has happened in the story. Because you know CD Projekt Red, great storytellers. Yes, yes. And you get to the end, and you've caught up, and you realize you've come to kind of like understand why that guy did what he did. And your yeah. motivations have completely changed, too, because you've, you've gotten pulled, pulled in this whole bigger thing. Yeah. And when you find the guy, finally, like you can totally fight him. But as I went through my conversation, it kept giving me options that were not like blatant, but just like to move the conversation. And I had this long talk with him. And when it was over, it was like, they are not going to let me do this at the end of a video game. And we talked and talked and I kept following. I was like, I wonder. And I got, and we shared a drink and literally like 
shook hands and walked oh, away. That's great. And the game just ended. There was no final battle. There was no epic climax. That's great. How many video games I, dare to do that? I love moments like that, and they're, as you said, they're very, very rare. Like what I thought of immediately, <laughs> this is like a, a much less nicer one. But in Fallout, if you like raise your charisma all the way and then you tell the final boss to kill themselves, you think exactly, it's <laughs> like, so great. Stuff like that is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, just talking, talking into talking. killing himself. Yes, yeah. I love the charisma of games. <laughs> yeah. Well, charisma's fun, and is, is it intelligence or charisma the stat in Fallout One that does that? I'm trying to remember. It might be both. It's, it might have been both. I can't remember. I actually can't. Remember and Fallout One charisma. I could think have been like, I think, could have been... Yeah, I think charisma is like the undervalued in Fallout One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I fixed it. You could it like too. beat the game in like five minutes if you like apparently have one stat all the way. Yeah, go to, just maybe beeline to the power armor, yeah, yeah, get yeah. the power armor, go to the end. Yeah, 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 you can totally do that. But why would you? No, I, exactly. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> you ruined the game. So I took us down that long Witcher rabbit hole on the fine. history of Rat no, Witcher. But fine. getting back to the point you were originally making. What was I even talking? <laughs> okay, so you're talking about ubiquitous software, uh, yes, Ubisoft, and their announcement. Ah, uh, yes. So, anyways, you could be a male or a female, and you could date, and it's Spartan. So, why is it fun to date in games? Dude, I'm a huge fan of things that are so mundane. My favorite games are like The Sims 4, like whatever. That's wonderful. <laughs> my favorite games are like Harvest Moon, Stardew okay. Valley. Honestly, I also love games that make me feel like a god. Oh, like, okay. you know, like a, like or a business manager, like Roller Coaster Tycoon. I feel like the fact that I'm running a business is because I played Roller Coaster Tycoon. So and, much Roller Coaster Tycoon, game dev story and Tropico. Okay, okay, that's great. Big Biz Tycoon. Every Tycoon game, I owned it, even if the crappy ones like Atlantis Tycoon and shit that you've probably never heard of. <laughs> Maybe my entire failure is as like as any kind of entrepreneur or business owner is based on the fact that I was never good at like it's okay god games. It's never too late to start. I love them. I'm just not any good at them. Oh, oh so oh, yeah. you just oh Oh god, give me a give me a I good 4X game, man. I or or any sim game. Anything with a spreadsheet is my shit. See, yeah. it's interesting. I was asked yeah. today like, okay, what what cuz I um at the EA Play event there's like a Sims 4 wall and I took a photo and I was like, the only time I've ever smiled today. Like, and then my, my staff was like, is that your favorite, is that your favorite series of all time? And it's like, well, it's definitely among my favorite series, but like, I just don't talk about like XCOM, how much I love XCOM, how mm -hmm. much I love Civilization, how much yeah. I love Tropico. All those games where you're like controlling things. Oh, I, what I, I'm very excited about Fallout 76, but there's this yeah. part of me that's kind of hoping someday I'm going to get a game where I don't usually like mobile elements in games. Uh -huh. But imagine if somebody made a game kind of like XCOM where there's like a deep invested strategic part. Let's say Fallout 76 is Wasteland Wandering. But then <laughs> like the mobile section is the base building, okay. but it's not like crappy pay-to-play mobile okay. it's okay i'm playing i'm playing a very interesting base management game and everything i do here is feeding into awesome. my console it's experience i know awesome. but it, they can even sell me cosmetics there and if they sell me cosmetics there they show up in my main game like yeah. i love that mo business model it's something that's really difficult the whole like changing the game with the things that you do is so difficult to do i think when it's online for some reason like there was a game a thousand years ago i don't remember the name of it but i was very excited for it and then uh, apparently it was bad. This was when I was younger. Uh-huh. Um, it, like, basically said, like, you are part of a faction. It's an MMO. Okay. And what you do affects how great your, the faction around you thrives. So, like, if your faction is doing really well, the cities in your area are going to do well. Fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was you, super Side, ambitious like Planet that. Side 2 had a kind of a mechanic <clears throat> or area like, control like that. This was, like, medieval... Oh, I wonder which one this was. Yeah, it was a long Somewhere time Somewhere Brennan Graber is screaming the answer at a screen, like a <laughs> monitor right now. Just like, you fools! It was this! 
with my extensive knowledge of exactly but no i don't, I don't know which one you're talking about all right yeah, so you want to like date that. though you want to date yeah, yeah okay so who are you going to date do you know no i don't know anything name about the name honestly right. that i just heard that and i was like ah also yeah. let me talk about this hitman to yeah miami Miami. There's a Miami level. That's is it now, and it's all one game this time, not like episodic. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's all one I game. I thought that it was episodic. So the whole game's in Miami. My, I don't know if the whole game's in Miami, but oh, I know the game is is. Uh, they already revealed that it's like a a it's all like, in one game. So yeah, it's, it's not, not going like, to be the whole episodic. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Miami. Well, Miami is a great like. I like the. It's a great setting for that kind of like. Yeah. Hitman's like slick style of yeah. like of like taking somebody. He's gonna out. be wearing a guayabera and like the white like stereotypical blazer. Ooh. With like the floral print, like my Vice City style pop collar. Are you ready? Are you ready for another Vice City? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. It is my most like Red Dead Redemption Two. Hell to the f yeah. Yeah. So looking forward to it because I love westerns and I cannot wait. Obviously, love the first one, but a part of me is like, please, go back to Vice City GTA. Do it right. Do it again. Like, I loved Vice City, but yeah. don't get me wrong, but that's nothing like Miami. Yeah. It's like five polygons. Do it again and make it great, because I know you can do it. Would it still be a period piece if you directed it? Like, would you would you set it kind of with that 80s Miami vibe, or would you want it to be contemporary Miami? I would love it to be contemporary. Yeah. Only because I feel that there's a lot of misconceptions about what Miami is. Mm -hmm. People don't know it. Expound. Well, people say that it's all, all the, the Vice City stuff, and it's cocaine drug lords everywhere and it's all like everybody's salsa dancing down the streets and yes there is a lot of salsa but there's more to it in 2018 <laughs> i think there's been more to it for a long time yeah, I, yeah, I, I like miami what what uh, what do you tell us tell us three great things about life in miami okay the culture mm -hmm. the food the people the culture the food that's fast 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 all right get, i'm gonna dig down one more one example of great culture one example of great food one example of great people okay the culture it's very warm if you're not an extrovert i think you'll still love it despite that it might sound scary if you think of like like a place where people are like oh yeah come on literally asking you hey my life how are you like that i think it's very scary to people that aren't used to that but i it's like it's so warm it's mm -hmm. so lovely everybody's so great such, I mean, you get assholes obviously everywhere, but. But I agree, uh, <laughs> it's an energetic town. Like, yeah. People are just friendly, warm, and inviting. Yeah, like the, the, the food, mm -hmm. Colombian hot dogs is all I have to say. Mm. The the people is, uh, you know, honestly, every uh, people are wonderful everywhere, in my opinion. But uh, in Miami, there's a certain like because of the Latin culture, because it's very much so like you hug and you give a kiss on the cheek when you say hello. I think that says something more about the people. It's much more open and much more real. That's really cool. By the way, if you want to know about Colombian hot dogs, you're going to have to check out Yamali's episode of Pockets Full of Soup, which will be up probably soon. Yeah. Uh, but we go into great length to talk yeah. about Colombian hot dogs. All right. teasing it. So you're going to date, uh, you're going to date yeah, in that. You're going to play some Hitman in Miami. I'm going I'm to play it and I'm going to judge it based on how uh, it makes Miami on, look. It makes Miami look well <laughs> yeah. done. Can you buy a Colombian hot dog before yeah. you assassinate not, someone? One out of five, I'm sorry. What about Death by Hot Dog? Death by Colombian hot dog. <laughs> Please put that in the game. <laughs> it's just, it's, that's a way to go. I don't know what would be like an innovative Miami kill. They always have like this Rube Goldberg machine like, kills like in Hitman. Like... Poisoning a, a Cuba Libre. Like a oh, I, just like <laughs> I do love a good Cuba Libre. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I've had one, but uh, I'm not, I'm on keto right now, so I can't. Oh, uh... I don't drink because I don't like the taste. Mm -hmm. And I don't Very drink shallow. because it's full of sugar now. So okay. that's not shallow at all. Uh, really? Okay. 
No, because like, I felt like it was very. Strange. I don't think there's a more elemental answer than I don't drink because I don't like how this yeah, tastes. Yeah, very pragmatic. So like, no, if I don't just like, like it, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to eat this grub because I don't think grubs are tasty. Yeah, that makes life, sense to me. Yeah, I live life based on whether or not I want to do it. Good plan. <laughs> uh, cutting back around, guys. Uh, let's oh, yes. see. What's what's another thing you heard from today? Okay. Anything else? Jump another at it. Thing. Yeah. Haven't heard much. Gonna be yeah. honest with you. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Elder Scrolls Six, the title card. <laughs> a title card for Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> the title. That's right. The title of Elder Scrolls Six. No. The sequel to Elder Scrolls Five is called Elder Scrolls Six. Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, I. Yeah. People, I heard a lot of people like Skyrim too. I, no, I really never thought that was gonna happen. I don't. Um, I, I no. I don't want that. I want them to continue on this whole path that they've been showing off the different races, uh, homelands. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Where would you like to see the next one? Uh, did we see the Khajiit yet? I don't I think we might have. Have we had a Khajiit-centric one? If we haven't, and I think they, they might have put it in Elder Scrolls Online. Okay. Well, yeah. I you see, see Yeah, you see a lot of Khajiit. Yeah, no, I yeah, want so. that. Okay, I like that design. Yeah. Kitty monster. Meow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Khajiit has wares. Meow. <laughs> Kitty monster. <laughs> Wait, that's my that kitchen face. That? I feel like that's what from that? something. I don't know. Is oh, it, I might be stealing it. I'm not a. I'm yeah, like, meow, kitty no, monster. Love it, love it. I am the kitchen. Meow. Okay, there we are. I, I'm not sure what's going on. Meow. I like it. It's better. Kind of like, meow. I'm coming up from here. Meow. So we started with some E3 stuff. Don't worry. We are getting to our usual Red Dead themes. In just a minute, we're going to have a discussion of Yami's favorite Western. But first, I wanted to hit a couple of things that I was really excited about. Really simple stuff for me. Uh, Ori. Uh, part two. Yeah! I love Ori. Did you enjoy Ori in the Blind Forest? You know what? I never played it, but I think it's lovely. It is lovely. And it's it's not... You see it. It's not what you think. Like, really? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a honest-to-goodness, like, 8-bit era platformer. It's really hard. I love hard. platformers. It's a great platform. It looks floaty, but it's yeah. precision. And oh, that's, that's what's interesting about Ori. That's good. Uh, is, is that it... So it's it's both beautiful and touching, but all... And it's got this, like... Pixar up opening. Oh, I'm gonna cry. I don't want to. Yes, it. <laughs> yes. If you don't cry in the first ten minutes of Ori, there's Heartless. some there's something wrong with you. That's the thing. I, I avoided it because I was like, I'm just gonna cry. Yeah. Well, I, it's a great game, and and now we're getting a sequel, so I'm excited about yeah. that. I mean, there, there was so much news. I honestly, I could not be more excited about Metal Wolf Chaos coming to the U.S. Oh my God! It's great that you say that. Um, <laughs> crazy, crazy story. Ed, the editor in chief of Twinfinite. Yeah. He literally like, apparently like yesterday morning was talking to the reviews editor z and he was like i you know what from software because z is a huge from software fan yeah and he's like you've never you've never played metal wolf chaos like literally that morning talking about yeah, it yeah and telling her about the, the metal wolf like, chaos. you've never played metal wolf yeah. chaos and then they out announced it that's so yeah. sick we were like did you bring that into existence? For people that have never heard of it, Metal Wolf Chaos being... Yeah, no, it's like an old, old Xbox game. Yeah, it's it? a 2004 yeah. From Software game. But I like my friend Chloe Rad described it as like Metal Gear with all the good parts taken out. <laughs> um, and I think... You're I, like the president of the United States, right? Yeah, you're the president like of the United States and there's a coup by the vice president and your answer to like the government being overthrown by coup forces is to put on a giant mech suit and <laughs> yeah. beat the crap out of the U.S. Army and fight the vice president in space. Yeah, um, it's really wild. An airplane takes out off from underneath the uh, the tidal basin in DC, or, or underneath the reflecting pool and like crashes through the Lincoln Memorial. Like it's it's really just and it's all voice acted in English and apparently what I've seen is they're gonna like use the original script Good so they're sticking with the ridiculous I love it voice acting I love it yeah it's a, it's pretty bodacious I'm excited I'm about that or something. 
And there's a lot of other high quality stuff, but this isn't an E3 show. And we're going to move on to the next part. So if you want to know more about this, you can check out all, all the stuff that Yami does around that at Twinfinite. And also, I've been doing little Jared directs all week during E3. Oh, I saw the, um, the image. Which is literally just me sitting in this room with a, like bad lighting like we're getting right now. Sorry about the lighting, folks. There's nothing I can do. I've got every light I brought with me on us, and it's just not I a I don't know anything about lighting otherwise. Yeah. I don't know what's happening right now. We're lurking in the darkness like, for these poor folks. Yeah, we're like, ah, we're, we look ghoulish and goblin. Yeah, video games, my precious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back to the kitchen. Whole thing degenerates <laughs> in the house. Yeah, anyway, um, but we are here. We talk a lot about the influence of cinema on games, and we didn't see Red Dead 2 this week. Um, that's not really a surprise. They've already kind of had their big ba-boom moment, and yeah. Rockstar releases their information at their own pace. Yeah, I mean, have they... A long, for how long have they not been showing up to E3? Technically, like yeah, I mean, like they, a the, presence. They like showed a, the. You remember that they had the next gen trailer for for, um, GTA. for GTA at PlayStation that yes. year. And, but they they do things on their own schedule. Yeah, they yeah. know we're we're waiting for it. They're like, yeah, we're Rockstar. Wait, like we're cool. <laughs> like uh, we don't need to show you anything, and then you'll still be excited. <laughs> yeah, but they, and the, well, I do think that some of that's reserve. I think that they just like hold back and just like nah they don't want to mess up the mystique I mean it's a game about discovering I, what I you can do I think it's smart as hell no it's yeah, great I'm so excited to find out uh, what I can hogtie yeah well what are you looking forward to most in Red Dead 2 hogtieing everything You're hogtieing everything yeah okay, you and John Ryan need to talk that's him too he's just like he wants to hogtie people online that's Dude, his one hope I love that there was an achievement in Red Dead Redemption 1 to hogtie someone and then leave them there like a nefarious like like on the train tracks it was so great it was beautiful they put that in there yeah yeah I love that kind of easter eggy stuff one of yeah. our one of our listeners actually wrote in it's like I want to find a DeLorean in a cave I want to find that's like great. you know just the thing because they that's do that great. kind of stuff and that's actually my favorite western what oh back to the future okay for sure. oh my yeah gosh oh for sure Back to the Future 3 is your favorite Western? Yes, and I know that like people apparently didn't like that, but as a kid, I freaking loved it. Because I was like, Western! Okay, so we went into the show about to talk about Wild Wild West. Now we don't have to. But it sounds like we might talk about Back to the Future 3. I'd be good with... Okay, well, maybe we're going to talk about bad Westerns. We're going to talk about shit that she likes. But these are two Western comedies. uh, And that's what we're... That's why, comedy. Because comedy does make its way into Red Dead. You mentioned immediately that, and that was the example everybody goes to. That's just like, you tie somebody up and put them in the trucks. There's funny stuff in Rockstar Games. There's also really, like, grim stuff, though. I remember... I just got a flash of memory of how dark it was. You know, the... the, What was it? Like, what were they called? The Freaks? Or was it Question Mark? Oh, I remember that. The unknown yeah. people, and then you'd meet them, and they'd have little funny one-off situations. Mm-hmm. The strangers was, and freaks, yeah. Yes, yes. And you like met one, and he was like, "Get me some flowers for my mom." And then you give him the flowers, and the mom's dead. I was like, "This is so sad." On our very first episode, uh, Greg Miller told me he'd been playing the game as like a straight white hat, like no. Evil. Oh yeah. He's like he never committed crimes. He always did the right. He met that guy, and it became part of his personal narrative. Like he met that guy and he was just so sad because that guy's wife was dead. That was, uh, was it the wife or the mother? It yeah, was, uh, it was so might have been the mother. I hated it. I was like, no. And he walked out of the house and he's like, I can't leave that guy there. Did he kill him? And he put on the mask and he walked back in quietly behind the guy. And he shot him in the head and he walked away. Mercy. And that was the only time he ever broke the law in the game. Mercy killed exactly. him. And he was like, and that happened and that was a narrative that wasn't what Incredibly the, dark. Yeah, and yet that's not the narrative. That's what he no, created. Yeah. From, and that's what I love about their games uh, yes. and what I love about Red It's Day. the situations that you create that I think are so great or like the funny moments that happen when like a random 
plane crashes in front of you. And you're like, what was that? Exactly. Like, situations like that. It's just... And there's going to be some when a train catapults somebody over. Yes. Somebody gets dragged behind something at just the right moment. So yeah. awesome. Can't I've been wait. replaying the game and moments like that keep happening. And that's why I think comedy is and and even that kind of like slapsticky comedy is important to talk about. I think I'm going to save in Blazing Saddles for another episode uh, because I have somebody that wants to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. But let's talk about these two kind of offbeat yes. pop comedies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Summer popcorn yeah. fair. Yeah. Will Smith. Uh, <laughs> not exactly critically beloved, necessarily. No, no, absolutely films. not. I understand. I was young. But maybe if I rewatched them now, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what? Maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. But if it weren't for Wild Wild West, would we in fact have the Red Dead Redemption show tie-in song by Cisco? No. I think it way, unlikely. It's, it's my favorite thing that you're friends with Cisco. Uh, it's, it's it's my favorite thing that I'm friends with Cisco. Cisco he's just like, I, I'm really nice. He I'll just fabulous. send you a song. He's great. That. He's That's wonderful. That's so funny to me. I'm excited about it too. I... I want to know, I did not expect, no, nobody I've ever asked what's your favorite Western has ever said Wild Wild West and Back to the Future 3. So I think I'm just going to be like, take it away, Yami. What about Wild Wild West grabbed you? Well, it, it's the comedy. I'm Okay, comedy first for me, always, with everything. Okay. I love romantic stuff. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a rom-com. Okay. I love Westerns. they got to be funny. I like watching horror movies. they got to be funny. Okay, you like a funny Western. Then. You exactly. like humor in your Western. Exactly. So, so as we talked about several serious Westerns, when you came in and said Western is my favorite genre of movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so... I, I, you know what it is? Is that I've always wanted to be a cowboy. Is that You've wanna, always wanted to be a cowboy? Yeah. Do you have a hat? So I, yes. oh, I should have had you bring it to E3. I, I didn't think I to like, ask. I, I, <laughs> I love it so much. I, I, It's a green hat, though, because hats don't fit my head. I have a big head. Oh, me too. Okay, so it's fantastic. Yeah, big head. So uh, it's a, a green hat that I bought for Halloween because my best friend and I were doing a duo... A costume where we dressed up as Mario and Luigi. Okay. But from Mario Party 2, the Western uh, <laughs> level. Wow, that is a deep cut. <laughs> so, yeah, there was like a photo of me like acting like Luigi and like holding my suspenders. So far, almost every guest we've had on Red Dead Redemption I've discovered, or Red Dead Radio I've discovered secretly has a cowboy hat. Yeah. It's really interesting how many people own cowboy hats. I think kind you gotta you gotta dress up like a cowboy at some point. So what is it about Wild West? Is it is it West? Jim West? Desperado? Rough Rider, no, you don't wanna. Okay, all right. Yeah. Can you sing the whole theme song still? I don't think I can, no. Yeah? I can sing all of Miami by Will Smith. But... Oh, <laughs> are, you going, are you going to Miami? Of course I am. Okay, I wondered about that. Yeah, I... <laughs> I lived in Florida when that was first on the radio, and there was no getting away from that. Man. No, no, uh, yeah. I remember yeah. when it first came out, it was like over the top. You could not. It was too much. all the time. Was like, if you lived in Florida, it. it was everywhere. But the guy's good. I mean, he, writes, no, he, he can write he a hook like, like a nobody. Nice yeah, he does. Uh, Wild World West, Kevin Klein, Sama Hayek. Oh my God, uh, Kev- too. I Kevin Branagh. She was amazing. Or Kenneth Branagh as, as the villain, and, yeah. and uh, of course, Mr. Will Smith. Mm hmm. So. I loved Salma Hayek back in the day, too, because she was in uh, the romantic comedy with Matthew Barron. Oh, that's right. So I, I was a big it. fan when okay. I was younger. So when, you, so when you watched this movie, was it was it the giant robotic spider? What, argue to us for a minute why we yeah. should watch It's Club super, like, steampunk and stuff, too. It's so cool, man. It's got that weird villain on, like, a wheelchair that's, like, also steampunk. He, like, levitates and shit from my memory. <laughs> in my head, he levitates. And then, like, there's that crazy scene in the, in the wheat field. Where like they got the things on their neck and then it slices through them if they don't run away and they gotta run away. It's so action packed. So is it the energy of it then or what? Yeah, I love I love fun. You know, I, mean, I of course I love a good movie that of course has a wonderful story and it's like so Oscar like worthy of course. But then like if something's just fun. Like yeah. Oceans Eight. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, it, yeah, I'm with you on on any of the Oceans movies. Those oh, are those love, are spectacular I love fun. Them. They are. I love mo- heists. 
Yeah, so they, fun. Oh, heist movies are great. And that's great. probably also what ties into Westerns. They're always heisting. Oh, yes. Well, I mean, if there's not heist in GTA on, I thought uh, of another, online. Well, yeah, what? Sorry, I thought of another movie that I love, Shanghai Noon. Okay. <laughs> I love all these We're stopping shitty, you now. All these shitty Westerns. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like I should have... I planned on doing a bad Western episode, but I, but I think... I love all these shitty Westerns, man. I'm perfect for it. Okay, so let's... Rather than we then go too deep in... Let's, yeah, yeah, let's... What's, no, what's your... What's, what's what scene stands out at Wild Wild West? Uh, the Wheatfield one. It was so yeah. crazy. I was like, are they going to make it? How old were you when you saw this thing? I don't remember. Let's see when it came out. Do okay. you remember when it came out? Uh, no, I don't I remember. I did not do my Wild Wild West research. <laughs> I as, didn't think we'd be talking As this conversation about Wild was Wild like, West. you're like, well, I could talk about like Wild Wild West or A Fistful of Dollars or what? <laughs> It's like, what at least is a bonafide classic. A fistful of dollars as well. Uh, 1999, so I was eight years old. Okay. I'm so old. Um, okay, so <laughs> I'm a soul. Well, yeah. I'm, but you were just the right age for it. That was like yeah. the right age to see like the eight Phantom old, Menace like, and Wild Wild West. Yeah, I mean, that's, Phantom Menace. Yeah. It's, to be fair, I think that Wild Wild West is probably a better movie than the Phantom Menace. Yes. Yeah, that's that's even but, as a child, I because there is a neat aesthetic. You uh, you've got you've got yeah, Jim it's all West the steampunk stuff. It was so yeah. cool. It was the first time I saw that, at least. Like as a kid. Yeah. So moment you remember the Wheatfield scene. What any jokes? Any like anything that was just like huh. no, honestly, there's nothing that stands out particularly. Just I just events. remember I love it. Honestly, Shanghai Noon. Now that I thought about, it, I was like I love that one even more. <laughs> I like I love that fucking movie. I love all of them. You're, you you are sometimes like interviewing a random number generator. It's really. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, we've done this. Best. We've done this already with pockets full of soup. It's and amazing. Now I'm just like, oh, I knew what I was getting into. I'm like jumping to different topics. No, I I wanted to have you on here forever. Oh, I'm really yay. happy about it because. I, all right, let's let's hop over I the to. Sniffles. I'm sorry. Back the to the Future Three. I just had an argument with my friends at Kind of Funny uh, on Kind of Funny Morning Show just about a week ago about this actually. I was arguing that both Back to the Future 2 and 3 are bad movies, but that 2 is worse than 3. And several of them were like, okay, no, wait. 3 is worse than 2. 3 is the Western. 3 is the Western. 2, two was, was the dystopian dark future where yeah, Biff is. Yeah, I hated that one. Yeah. I'm, oh. I hated that one. Oh, that. No, no, yeah, yeah, 100%. It's like, two? I know objectively 1 is the best movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. 3 is number 2 for me. 2 was the yeah. last. Three's a ma- or 1's a masterpiece, but 3 does yes. have some stuff going for it. What do you like about 3? Okay, first off, they go back to the Wild Wild West. Yeah. I love that. Really cool. That's it. They all wear cowboy hats. Yeah, okay. Because you want to be a cowboy. You want to go back and do that. Anything that's just dressed up like a cowboy. I'm like, for example, my Korean Overwatch, I'm like, it's Hanu. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, for one's just the setting. What else? Um, Well, I personally love time travel, too, as a genre. And the fact that they did Mm. that for Western was awesome. Like, for the West, Wild West. I, I thought that was awesome because up until then, what was it? Like, not time travel. I, I don't remember. You don't a get a lot of time travel Western stuff. Uh, yeah, so it's it the doesn't, whole idea I mean, of Westworld like, is sort of that. I never watched you it. You know, it's, it's sort of time travel because yeah. it plays with time the way they tell the story. Right. Um, it's the whole concept of like these people are trying to get used to this this thing that they're out of their element for and it happens to be uh, the wild west yeah the man out of his country so that right there is a great build-up yeah when i was a kid i thought you know he walks into doc brown's and he's like wait a minute and like he's got this giant compressor built across this whole room to make like two ice cubes yeah yeah so he can put them in his drink like Uh, you you think about somebody like that brilliant a guy who built a time machine with plutonium yeah going back to the 1880s and like living in an old town and then he managed to like still make awesome things make the comfort of home there and then you've got the uh, I also love the ending too. If I what? recall from my memory, it was like a lovely ending. He found someone and they like started a family. And they stuff. got that time travel train he built. Yeah, I love Maria. That. They show up in the time and he's got his family. Yeah. Although it is a little weird. Do you know about that scene? 
So it's he, there's his wife and there's his two kids. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. saw it as a kid, so I'm like, is this something mm, weird that I, there is. <laughs> I didn't catch? <laughs> yeah, one of the kids, one of the actors in that scene, it, people have noticed this since then, is pointing directly at his own crotch, like obviously d- imp- slipping oh, it into the scene. That's funny. And so like this actor is like pointing at his like, own genitals and no one caught it and made it into the final cut and it's still there. Oh boy. So now whenever he's just like, Oh, that's weird. that scene happens. But yes, it is love. And Marty learns an important lesson about yeah, you know he's he doesn't he's he not worried about being a chicken. <laughs> Plus, the hero's journey wraps up. The hero's journey wraps up. He steals he steals that thing from from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Or not, pardon me, from Fistful of Dollars, yes. where he wears the body armor. Yeah. Because uh, uh, like oh, no, go ahead. I was like, did you ever watch Community? Yeah. Fistful of paintballs. Fistful of paintballs was good. Underrated, I think. Underrated? How could it be underrated? Well, because I think some people said it was like forced to have another paintball episode, but I thought it was good. I thrived on all of them. Yeah, I liked them too. Anything that that was a two two part two parter. It deserved it. They had the stranger. He was mysterious. He was so attractive. <laughs> he was so attractive. That was that was a very good looking man. I was like, damn. Yeah, I, I would have kissed him on the lips. Definitely. Absolutely. He was very pretty. Fistful of paintballs. Actually, that. Man, that'd be a fun episode. That's a, we're all over the place. Community's awesome, honestly. So Community, yes. that whole western thing. What's that? You ever watch um, Yojimbo? Oh, yeah. I've that? heard great things. I've never watched it. Okay, so that's Fistful of Dollars. Is uh, it? Yeah, that's just Fistful of Dollars okay. prototype. Just like... Uh, <laughs> I've heard that it's a Western in Japan. It is. It is It is the same story as Fistful of Dollars, told, uh, told a different way. That's probably um, why I like Samurai games so much. Yeah, well, like Seven Samurai and Magnificent Seven, same thing, right? Uh, yeah, never actually saw Magnificent Seven. Okay, th- that's a good one. Catch yeah. that one. Yeah, that's good... that's actually a really good one. Um it's uh, it's got again kind of rough around the edges in places, but it's totally like it's very adventurous and it's got a great like the soundtrack is just like boom 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 and they don't get tired of it. And it's like it's like when you're watching the Mortal Kombat movie and they just yeah. keep playing the Mortal Kombat song, like they just lean into that yeah. same yeah. song over and over and over because the they know song it's awesome. Like it's awesome. We don't have to do another one. <laughs> Man, it, they play the Mortal Kombat song like four times in that movie. Like, so they, I didn't even notice. As a kid, I loved it. Uh, yeah. Apparently, I had a terrible taste in movies. I found out. Later I think that's life. definitely true, but that's Honestly. all right. But I also loved Happy Gilmore. Was oh, that bad? Yeah, that's also bad. Uh, you're what? Just making, you're just making this worse. Yeah. You're re- <gasps> no. Um. Um. I loved Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer's pretty good. Okay. All right. With you. And Happy Gilmore has its moments. Yeah. But okay. but yeah. I mean, all these have their moments. That's the thing. Just because yes. a movie's not a work of art doesn't mean we can't treasure it, right? Of course. No, you of know? course. Like, I love Legally Blonde. Like, my, among my favorite movies are, like, Legally Blonde, Mean Girls, and, like, all these really funny movies that are never going to win Oscars. <laughs> they're not, but they're so memorable to me, so I love them. So what do you want to um, what do you want to see brought in from that spirit of lightheartedness into the new Red Dead? Like if you were design director right yeah. now at Rockstar, what would you be trying to incorporate as inspiration from these kind of films, from the non masterpieces? Mean Girls, yeah. So <laughs> honestly, Strangers and Freaks, where it's the Regina George and she's like asking you like for help because she's lost her popularity and you gotta like do a bunch of things to help her with her popularity again. That's a really good pitch. That's what I'm going. For. Keep going. Another one. <laughs> All right, um, another one. Let's think about another. Strange, another Strangers and Freaks. Legally yeah, Blonde, uh, Strangers and Freaks again. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, the Reese Witherspoon is in the game, and she's like, "I'm making Legally Blonde three, but I need your help." And you're like, what "Okay, is you're happening? you're taking us meta territory." It's like, because for some reason, like she's gotta have that, she's gotta have that Mr. Marston voice yeah. there if you're gonna do it. Yeah, but. I was like, 
Howdy, partner. <laughs> I've got to have that Bonnie. Man, oh, I, I, I just replayed um, uh, watching Bonnie get hung. That, that is rough, man. Yeah. That is savage. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like that part. <laughs> I was like, meh. That is rough. But man, the ending of Red Dead Redemption, yeah. that whole like freaking shootout yeah. scene, I thought that was a masterpiece moment. Yeah. Did you see it coming? No. I, no. I honestly no, didn't. didn't think he'd die. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. I thought he'd die. I, I really I actually kind of saw that wild bunch ending coming where your past catches yeah. up with you yeah. and Ma- totally makes like honestly butch, looking back it makes sense butch casting on the Sunday it's kid yes. uh, wild bunch but what I didn't see was you becoming Jack that, that was, was so good even more yeah like, I didn't see that and then I definitely didn't see Jack ending up like his father which is starting it all the whole cycle over yeah it's again. like well he couldn't he couldn't stop that he couldn't break the bonds of that yeah he could have just could have just left Dutch alone but, yeah uh, gotta. Or not Dutch, sorry. Um, yeah, the, the, I know. Sorry, couldn't just leave, leave it alone. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that ending's spectacular. All right, so That's we're going to move on to uh, more randomness here in just a moment with Luck of the Draw. Stick around. Mm-hmm. All right, friends, we're back for Luck of the Draw. That's right, four random questions submitted by you. Four suits, <gasps> one dealer. Draw a card, Gami. Drawing this one. All right, what do you draw? A diamond. All right, she draws diamonds. And diamonds this week is from our friend Andrew Fitzsimmons, Andrew Fitzsimmons, pardon me, who asked a multi-part question. Where's your dream vacation? What would you do there? And why would you want to go there or do that? What's your dream vacation? What do you want to do there and why? Uh, Probably go, to go to uh, Rome. Rome. Yes. Oh, okay. I would love to see. I'm an art history nerd, so I would love to see all that history there see the Colosseum. you were mentioning art history earlier with da vinci uh, on our other show yeah leonardo. Uh, okay so leonardo florence love to see the sistine chapel oh yeah i'd love to see, love to see so much it just uh, all the culture and just soak that in right I've, have you ever been to europe oh yes i've gone to spain like a million times because it's like my heritage okay so is that why you chose to go to, to to spain yeah no i was just young and my mom made me oh okay <laughs> <laughs> Will you go to Italy? Is it going to happen? Oh, yeah. I'm planning to, like, next year, hopefully. No kidding. Yeah, all I right. want to. I all really, really, like, want to see. I'm on, like, a binge to try to get all the world wonders. And I know it's not, like, an... I don't think the Colosseum is an official... It's, it might be an ancient world wonder. Correct me if I'm wrong. All right. You can correct us. <laughs> Those of you who are experts on world wonders, let us know. Yeah. So, I, I want to see them all. But when you're talking about ancient history, ancient art history in particular... Or yeah. not ancient history and art history. They're yes. side by side. Sorry. I mean, Italy, obviously, you have everything from, from what went on in Rome to the Italian Renaissance. Yes, They're yes. living side by side on top of each other. Yeah. Is there another place... I, I, I can't even fathom what it must be like to have a few hundred, within a few hundred miles of each other all this. You yeah. know, Florence and Rome and Venice. And, no, not only that. Like, all of Europe. They could just yeah. freaking get in a, a, a train and see a whole different country. It's wild. It's freaking amazing. I have to drive, like, 20 hours to get out of Florida. <laughs> it is hard to drive out of, out of Florida yeah. from it's Miami. It's hard to escape. Yeah. <laughs> You just can't get out. You're kind, of, you're just kind of on an island almost. Like, oh, God. Yeah, and then when you finally get there, you're just in southern Georgia. And yeah. That's, and and like, no offense to Georgia. It's a place I like, but... Savannah's good. Savannah's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big fan of Savannah. I really like it. It's yeah. very pretty. All the trees are very nice. Oh, all the moss hanging down <laughs> yes, in the square. Exactly. There. Uh, like, I love those trees, man. Okay, so are you, so you're going to take your trip. Give, give me your uh, Roman itinerary. Uh, for well, your... I would love to see the Vatican. Ooh. I would love to see this, the Pope. Yeah. Like... Are you Roman Catholic? Yes. Okay. I'm uh, closest to Roman Catholic. Closest Roman Catholic. Yeah, I say that okay. because it's always, I sound like a, a jackass, I feel like, when it's like, well, I don't go to church. Uh-huh. But I absolutely, like, believe in God, and I, I, I'm definitely closest to Roman Catholicism because I absolutely adore 
the La Virgen de la Carrera de Cobre, which is basically just the Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. the saint of Cuba. And uh, yeah, she's my homegirl. So you want to meet the Pope. What do you think of uh, Pope Francis? I love him. Yeah. I love him so much. Every time something he does something, he says something, I'm like on that shit. Like he's Jennifer Lawrence and she just like <laughs> said something crazy or something. Like I, I seriously, I'm like, oh, what do he say next? Who's he dating? Like, no, he's not. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's an interesting he's dude fantastic. and he's been good for the world. Yes, know? he's been so fantastic. The things that he preaches are so universal and I think that's very important. I think to take a position that's been historically, especially recently in many ways, so very conservative and cautious and yes. moves the and way he has. And, pe- and I know a lot of people say, hey, you should be doing this and this and this, and maybe you should. But he's moving for what the expectations of his role, I think he's moving as fast as he can and still get things done. I love him. I think he's doing fantastic. Some of the things yeah. he says are so like, yes, like, yes, I love all people. Like, it doesn't matter, like, what you are, who you are. It yeah. does not matter. Like, you are still, like, amazing and you're still worthy of being loved. And Especially when, by God. And he's creating precedent and doctrine as he does that that's yes. going to open doors for people in the future. I think it's fantastic. I think cool. it's great. Oh, so we like the Pope around here. Yeah. Pope Francis. <laughs> Go Pope. All right. <laughs> Pope Francis. Would you wear his hat? Oh, hell yeah. If he yeah. lets me. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm like, mine now? <laughs> no, no. I'm just imagining you're like the Pope Mobile. I feel like it wouldn't on. fit my head. Yeah. Still. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> Still doesn't fit my heads head. Big heads are the worst, aren't they? This, it really so, is, man. It's a curse. We can't, can't wear, wear anything. hats. Nothing fits. I found a hat that fits. And I'm so excited and about never it. Never get rid of it. I never get never rid of lose it. it yeah, man. I know. I gotta protect That's the it. One I found thing. one. I found a hat that fits me, and I'm That's like, fantastic. Yeah, I also have this like terrible trucker hat that it was somebody like mailed it to IGN, uh-huh. and it has like it's like from it. a rope business in Wyoming. Great. And I stole it from Max, and it kind of fits my head. But my Great. wife hates it, so I don't wear it much. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's like King Ropes from Wyoming. I like trucker hats, the like design of them. Yeah, I, I like the cool. design too. Yeah, actually. they're pretty cool. Yeah, when I say it's like, actually, it's kind of a great hat. I probably shouldn't crap on I this free hat I got. I think it's because it's like, the trucker hats are bigger. I think they'll yeah, fit our heads. Fit our heads. <laughs> I think. It's like, hey there, what's your 20, good buddy? Uh, well, I'm going down I-95 right now. <laughs> All right, it's time for that Red Dead Redemption poker tournament. Now, you actually play poker Wait, in real life. you didn't say where you wanted to go. Oh, I didn't. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to pick some place I haven't been yet. Um, okay. And yet, it's not going to be surprising to anybody. So there's this event I've always wanted to go to. And even though it's in a country I've been to before, I never got to go while I was there. I want to go to the Sapporo Snow Festival, uh, which oh. is held in Hokkaido, Japan. Hokkaido is kind of like Japanese Alaska. Uh-huh. Uh, it's the northernmost of the main islands. Okay. And Sapporo, every year, there's this what they call the Snow Festival. Where it snows very heavily there. And then they build effectively a small town out of snow. Oh, that's awesome. And they build multi-story sculptures of snow and ice inside snow buildings with snow passageways leading into like... I'm like getting stressed thinking about all the work. (laughs) Yeah, it's a huge... Well, it's tourism. Like people come in by the the hundreds of thousands to see it. That's neat. And it is... I I was always working when they did it. Like I could not get that week off when I lived there. And it was, you know, pretty far. It's a long way from from Hanchu to to Sapporo. And uh, I just couldn't get the time off. But I want to go to the Sapporo Snow Festival because I think that's the only place in the world I can go see something like that. That sounds and, uh, super neat. Yeah. yeah I never I just, knew that that existed. I'm going to go hang out. And if I can't do that, then I want to go to the, one of those awesome like Nordic ice hotels. Yes, I've heard of those. Yeah. Those look really, really cool. Those look really cool, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Very cool. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look what we did there. That's the closest thing to a good joke you'll get out of me, and it's bad. No. Yeah. You made me laugh. Yeah, I, you know what? You like Wild Wild West. I feel okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, so our poker champion. You play real poker. This is just five-card draw, no betting. 
<laughs> You're just literally just doing luck here. Um, okay. We got to play real poker sometimes. I don't have I, a lot of friends I'm totally to play. Down. No, I All love. Right. I honestly, Texas Hold'em though. Yeah, has to be the kind of like a poker. Yeah, take my money. Take my money. I'm up for. It. Yeah, you know who's? Uh, I say this. You know who's a darn good car player? Uh, David Crane, the guy that made Pitfall. He's a really good card really? player. Yeah, he's a good poker player. Cool. <laughs> all right, there we go. He cleaned us all out one night. It was fun. That's great. He's like, I made Pitfall, and I'm going to clean y'all out. Yeah, it's like, I can program 6502 assembly. and I, So all you're trying to do is assemble the best hand you can out with, and that's it. It's just luck. you got there's a terrible no, poker face, Yeah, the there's no real no real strategy here. So then what, I just like get You're just getting rid of as many okay. as you can and okay. making the best hand you can, that's all. Oh, you're getting rid of one? Two. Okay, so she's not going for the straight. Okay. Be clear, the Joker counts for everything. What's that? Jo Do you have a Joker? Yeah. They're not supposed to be. I know. I was right. like, uh, it's not supposed to be here. That's but, like, not supposed to be fine. In there. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's definitely I keep not. To take the Joker I was like, though. I've never played this again. Like, All right. Well, you got looks like you had a pair. Maybe. Oh, somebody's happy. Did you just get a great deal? <laughs> All right. Let's see. What do you got here? What do you All got right. there? Well, I mean, I got. A pair of kings? Oh, 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 you are, you are the new Red Dead Radio poker champion. All hail Yamalia. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right, I oh. only needed to be two nines, right? That's right. You, you are now the reigning champion until someone comes along and knocks off your pair of kings. I was like, kings. it's not that great of a hand because only having two pairs is not... But, well, one I pair, yeah, but you know what it did? Yeah, I'm sorry, one pair. Yeah. Well, again, it's draw poker. It's impossible to make a good hand. That draw. is true. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're not betting. But draw is all about betting strategy. It's yeah, not yeah. about random hands. And so. I was right. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm cheating our guests when I Take do Take that away, right? kids. Yeah, look Always at that. drop three. Pair of kings, right there. <laughs> yeah, two of our guests have drawn on an inside straight. You never want to do that. Not in front oh, of our draw. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, you should tell Greg, though, that I... Got this. Oh, I'll tell I him. Beat him. He'll be informed. Yeah, yeah. He's no um, longer the champion. He's the kind of funny champion. He's no longer the Red Dead Redemption poker Twinfinite. champion. Twenty minute took it. It's a challenge, <laughs> Greg Miller. A yeah. challenge. All right, friends. Uh, thank you so much for watching and listening. You can join us again next week. I've already filmed that show. It's really good. I hope you enjoy it. We'll, of course, film a new segment uh, if there's any news coming this week. Until then, you can reach us at reddeadradio.com. Thank you for supporting the show, and thanks for watching and listening. Yami, if thank people you. want to check out what you do, where can they do it and how? Well, my site is Twinfinite. And if you'd like to see my videos, go to youtube.com slash twinfinite. And you should, uh, because seriously, they do good work over there and have for a long time. Uh, uh, friends, yeah, and sorry about the darkness. Uh, seriously, we did what we could about the light, but there's only so much we can do hands. in our in our uh, impromptu studio here once the sun goes down. So, all right, thanks a lot, and see you next time. Thanks to Patreon producers Austin Riley, William Hulbert, and Jonathan. And of course, thanks as always to Cisco.